0: The Podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy, brought to you today by Josh Addison and Dr. M. Denton. Hello, you're listening to the Podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy. Here in Auckland, New Zealand, I am Josh Addison, and, um, it's just me today. Uh, which is kind of what I'm here to talk to you about. Um, now, Doctor Dentith, you might have heard, um, if you're a regular listener, for for a few months now, there's been talk of of maybe maybe him going somewhere, somewhere overseas, perhaps, uh, which which seems a, a little bit odd in the current um, pandemic climate. But um, well, the thing, where do I start? Okay, so. We have this Dropbox account that we use for, um, for sharing files that we might need for the podcast. So if one of us records something that the other's going to need, especially if I've recorded audio that Em's going to put into the podcast or something, we'll, we'll put it in there. Or um, when we're going to be reviewing a paper, Em will drop the paper into there so that I can look at it as well. And um, the most recent thing that showed up were a set of recordings uh, by Em taken supposedly um, uh, on location in, in North Head, which, um, if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you'd know is, is quite significant um, to M's career as a conspiracy theory theorist, um, and therefore to this podcast as a whole. Um, that's, that's the last I've heard from him, uh, the, the the last aspect of communication, if you can call it that, is just these things showing up. Um, so I'm going to play them through for you now, and, uh, and we'll, see, we'll see where that gets us.
1: Hello and welcome to a special episode of the podcasters' Guide to the Conspiracy, hosted here live, except of course it's not live, because you're listening to a recording at the historic North Head Historic Park, historic for two reasons now, where... Friend and patron of the show, Georgia and I, having a wander around North Head, the inspiration for my PhD, and thus really, when you think about it, the Urtext of the Podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy. Those of you who are long-term listeners of the Podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy will be aware that the North Head story and its conspiracy theories about hidden tunnels, missing seaplanes, and discarded ammunition locked up in vaults deep beneath the earth has been the inspiration for almost all of my work, in that the initial PhD work looking at conspiracy theories actually originated from a claim about archaeological investigations and questions about how people sort between the official and alternative explanations of stories like North Head. And we are now in the control centre of the North Head installation, Which is why we've got this really impressive reverb effect going on around us right now. And, I have to say, since I was last here, it's really been decorated up with quite an interesting mural. I wonder what the purpose of that was. It's a new mystery of North Head. What's been going on in here? What has been going on in here? And why does everything sound so ominous? with this echo. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to do that. So, yes, the North Head tunnel installation is basically the inspiration for the podcast, and given that I'm probably not going to be back here for several years due to my impending move, it would have been really nice to come and take a look at North Head one last time to experience North Head in summer, and just have a few thoughts about it. So that's what this special episode of the podcast is going to be about.
0: So that was the first of the recording files that showed up in our Dropbox. Um, it, it, it sounds uh, sensible enough, I suppose, a, a, a decent thing to do when someone's going away somewhere. Odd little bit of static on the line there. Um, the it certainly sounds like it's been recorded on location, although I did have to wonder, given the amount of fun that M has had with our little recording box thingy when we're doing podcasts normally that let us add sound effects and change up our voices and add a large echoey effect onto it um But I don't think that was the same, so i'll I'll give the benefit of the doubt for now and assume that this is all uh recorded on location as per m's claims. Um the reference to Georgia though, I think as we go through these recordings, I don't think we hear her once at all, which we could put down to her reticence um and and Em's enjoyment of the sound of their own voice. Uh but but yeah, again, my suspicions exist, um i don't know i don't know if I should be taking this on board if I, if I should be taking this at face value uh or not but um let's listen on a bit
1: we're standing outside the old observation post, which when I were a young child oh, so many moons ago, used to be able to actually go inside. And if you just look through the window of the observation post, you can see why people wanted to go inside and that the observation post was designed for the gunners to take a look at what was going out in the harbor to then work out how to pinpoint shots. And they've painted as a mural up above the window an actual panoramic view of what you can see outside so that you can then spot things outside and then relate it to an exact degree in the mural itself. It's quite a spectacular sight. The mural seems to have been restored at some point And it's such a shame you can't go inside and see it properly. I mean, you can't see it at all because you're listening to a podcast. But, you know, the concept is sound. If you were here with me right now, we would all be living very different
0: lifestyles. Okay, well, maybe I was a little bit too picky on that first one. I mean, that was very clearly going from... A uh, bit, bit, of echoey to outside windy noise. Um, I don't, I don't think M has the facility to, uh, to fake those sorts of sounds. So okay, let's say that these recordings really did take place on North Head. Um, is, is this just touristing? Is it just reminiscence? Or is there some sort of a a message that he, that, that 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 um can be found within them. They uh the focus on the murals. I don't I haven't been there myself for quite some time. I'm not quite sure um exactly what murals Em's talking about there. Um whether we've got a a, a a Denver airport sort of a scenario where they've been sticking things up to specifically address the rumours of things that have been going on, or if it whether it's just a bit of prettying up, I don't know. Um, so we'll have to see if uh uh, if any more becomes of them as we make our way through the rest of the series. We're at
1: the summit of North Head now, or at least almost at the very summit. We're at the the hall at the very top of North Head, which, if you've been a long-time listener to the podcast, you'll be aware, was where we used to host our Phil 105 critical thinking field trips, in that My co-teacher and I used to take our students to North Head once a semester to talk about inference to any old explanation versus inference to the best explanation using the North Head Tunnel conspiracy theories as our motivation. It was kind of a weird idea in that we thought that no one had ever done philosophy field trips before and as far as we're aware no one really has and so we thought it would just be amusing to see if a few students would turn up once a semester to go and wander around North Head whilst getting a bit of narration about the conspiracy theories about it. We were thus somewhat surprised when the first year we did it it turned out that two courses. nah, two-thirds, I should say, of the class actually turned up for the field trip. And it turns out that wrangling 86 students on a hill face in the middle of summer and trying to make sure they all get home safely is a slightly bigger logistical challenge than we initially thought. But we managed to get it down pat and ran it every semester that we were responsible for the course. And thus, in many respects, the PhD came out of going, actually, there's something to this North Head story maybe we should look into it further.
0: Yes, so for those of you who aren't aware, that's a pretty good pretty succinct summary of um how Northhead fits into M's career and by extension this podcast. Um I I I I do have to wonder about this this obsession with reminiscence. Why what 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 prompted him to go off on this this little mini odyssey is it um yeah, so has the sounds of a person taking stock of their of their own life. And um I don't I don't quite like to think why a person would be in that headspace. Let's listen on.
1: So now we're actually actually at the summit battery, where most of the major conspiracy theories around North Head converge, in that we're actually at the largest part of the underground structure. Unfortunately, it's currently closed off because it is basically summer holidays, and neither the Munga Authority nor the Department of Conservation really want to be here on New Year's Day looking after tourists as they poke around in tunnels that could collapse on them at a moment's notice. But the summit battery is basically where all the conspiracy theories converge because as it's the largest structure most of the conspiracy theories about people who claim to have been inside the tunnels in North Head that no one has any access to claim they all lead to or lead from the central point and most of it concerns the so-called water tower that we'll be getting to in just a few minutes. The summit the water tank, not water tower. Actually, not exactly. I'm standing beside an abandoned gun pit because there are lots of families huddled around where the water tank is now. And I don't really want to get in their way by talking over them as I talk into this mic with this wonderful wind flowing around me. So the water tank is kind of the central or nexus point for the conspiracy theories of Northhead, because there's a whole bunch of mysteries about the way it was set up and the idea that additional tunnels might might have been leading out of it, that were then covered up by the Air Force when they demilitarized North Head in the middle of the 20th century. Because the actual structure of the water tank, which was actually a gun emplacement, has two tunnels coming into it in kind of the lower two-thirds, in such a way that it really does look as if there should be a tunnel leading out of the top third, i.e. moving towards the south, out towards the outer harbour. And for this reason, they they, ah, they drilled a whole bunch of holes in the wall of the water tank to see if there were any strange f- uh, fissures or structures behind it. And indeed, they did discover an empty pocket as they drilled into there, but the archaeologists decided that was most likely to have been scoria, given the nature of the hill, than any indication of a tunnel, in part because of the physical impossibility of a tunnel leading out from the south side of North Head, given how small the space is between the water tank wall and the hill suddenly plummeting downwards. But that hasn't stopped people from claiming that maybe the tunnel they were looking for was angled downwards rather than leading straight out. It's one of the remaining mysteries of North Head as to exactly what that strange air pocket was. Do you trust the experts who claim that it was quite obviously Slip Scoria? or do you trust the people who claim there's a large-scale cover-up saying actually that was just a convenient excuse? These are the kind of issues that made investigating North Head so interesting and then led on to w- my work on the PhD and thus my academic work. And so it's kind of interesting in that respect that North Head doesn't really feature in my academic work anymore.
0: So I ran those last two. Recordings together, because I think they really seem to be getting at the at the at the crux at the centre of everything here we see m um getting to the the main part of North Head and the main part of the conspiracy theories around it um again, I have to wonder what 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 the purpose of going over this is is this does M want us to have these conspiracy theories at the forefront of our minds uh when we as as we think about where um, they might be at this particular moment um, I do notice the reference to being around crowds of or at least some other tourists um i i i did have to wonder at the move from the sort of the 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 uh more isolated interior spaces out into the open where there'd be people around is this the action of someone who's worried about being followed is worried that that other people might be might be keeping tabs perhaps um is this is this the reason why m felt compelled to actually get these things recorded and get them out to us in the first place is there is there someone looking to um to maybe to maybe hush things up a little bit? Um Also the reference to the supposed impossible tunnel that that, that couldn't be there and yet and yet people wonder about it. Um I'm not sure it's if, if, if there have long been stories of people um insisting that the, the areas that they went to under North Head were much larger than the areas that are visible now, which is possibly just simply tricks of the imagination and 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 the way uh the way being in the dark enclosed spaces plays tricks on both your vision at the time and your memory later on but um what if there is more to it there than, than than some sort of um shifting sort of space beneath north Head that Em's trying to let us in on i don't i'm really not sure what to think of this particular point maybe we should just listen and see where the rest of this turns out
1: So now we're in the battery, the disappearing gun battery, which has always been, to my mind, the most exciting and interesting part of North Head because it allows you to tell one of the more interesting stories about North Head, straight ahead. The... So here we are in the disappearing gun battery, which is the problem. Here we are in the disappearing gun battery, which to my mind is the most interesting part of North Head because it allows me to tell the best story. When we did the Phil 105 field trips, we talked about how the disappearing gun was a remarkable piece of Victorian over-engineering. This gun was designed to be hidden from ships at sea by retracting back into the ground. When new shells could be loaded in, the gun would then pop up. Shells would fire and the ricochet would cause, or the blowback, would cause the gun to then retract beneath eye level or surface level, making it impossible for ships to hit. The problem with this idea of a disappearing gun is that ships of the age were not accurate enough in their firing solutions to be able to hit a target of this particular size. So the Victorians engineered a solution to a problem that arguably did not exist.
0: little bit on they're not sure what's with the stop start there m m starts off on one track and then suddenly stops walks a, a further distance along and then then starts up again what was wrong with the first place was there again was this an attempt to to get out of the the line of sight of someone who's been looking after them or i'm really not sure what's going on at this point um and yet then continues with the with the reminiscence angle of of uh, interesting points from past philosophical expeditions. so're we're, we're nearing the end of the uh the, the, the batch of recording files that I'd received, so I'm not quite sure where this is all going to end up.
1: So now we're at my favourite part of North Head I may have said that when I talked about the disappearing guns, but I was wrong This is the set of tunnels I lost for over 15 years You might go, how do you lose a set of tunnels for 15 years? Well You lose them for the sheer fact that, oh, they've also blocked them off, so they're now kind of lost to everyone. You lose them because the Department of Conservation let the pathway to the set of tunnels overgrow, which suddenly meant that there was no way to find them unless you already knew where they were. And the thing about North Head is that it's a confusing layout at the best of times, and trying to keep track of which pathways lead to which location, especially when the pathways have since disappeared with time means that you can quite easily lose structures which to my mind speaks to the mystery of north head the idea that people claim that there are tunnel structures they can no longer find even in a situation where you have complete access to the hill it is still possible for people who know the hill very well to find that there are certain structures they think should be there that they can't find, and then are one day revealed by a simple change in the landscape. And North Head has changed a lot since its military occupation to its current state as a public park. So people who claim it looks different are right, but they're wrong to assume that because it looks different, it has been deliberately changed to hide mysteries inside of North Head.
0: And then there's this, after talk of of things being potentially impossible of after talk of things not being where you think they are and how easy it is to get lost and 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 suggesting it it's sort of the shifting nature of North Head, and then suddenly finishes up with a a quick a quick rationalization which says that there's actually nothing mysterious about it at all. Is that is this a case of of suddenly worrying about being overheard again was was someone getting a little too close for comfort? Or has Em just been stringing us along this whole time? Um, we, we only have one, uh, one, one entry in this lot of recordings left. Um, so I hope it's going to possibly clear up what Em was doing there in the first place and, and offer clues as to where they might be now.
1: So we're almost at the summit of Moeka, and we're sitting outside what was in my day called the spy bunker in that it's a little submerged room beneath the ground with no obvious way in that I was always told as a child was being used either by SIS or the GCSB for spying purposes on North Head. Now, whether that's true or not, I I don't know. But it is kind of curious that it is still the one part of North Head I've actually never been inside, and that there does appear to be a kind of hatch on the top a la Lost, but Desmond... Desmond is not letting me in. A reference which really, really dates both me and this podcast immensely. So, yeah, the spy bunker. One of the last mysteries of North Head I've not been able to solve, and maybe I never will. Maybe that mystery will always be left behind. Is there someone inside there?
0: And that's where it ends. Um, I'm still not quite sure what to make of all this um certainly these recordings ended up in our dropbox where where I would see them so presumably um they were they th- this record was meant to be found and 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 presumably broadcast to all of you um but that's that's all I have um in Touring around North Head, presuming that's that is actually where the recording took place um, Taking a, a a stroll down memory lane through old philosoph- uh, Philosophical field trips and and a rehash of the the conspiracy theories and everything the, the the mysteries surrounding North Head only to be suddenly interrupted by The discovery of a person who wasn't where they should have been now Does the fact that I got these files mean that whatever happened afterwards, Em was still able to get the, the the recordings out to me? Or did somebody else send them to alert us to what Em was up to, to, to warn us off? I don't know. Um, all I can say is that at the moment, the Podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy consists of just me and um we're just going to have to wait and see uh if we get any news as to as to dr dentith's whereabouts um so for now uh it just remains for me to sign off and and hopefully when next i speak to you it won't just be me speaking to you and we'll have some some further idea um of dr dentith's whereabouts so i'm afraid i couldn't give you something more conclusive in the end. Um, all I can say is, is uh, stay tuned as we try to work through this. Uh, but, but for now, simply goodbye to you all.
1: You've been listening to the podcasters' Guide to the Conspiracy, starring Josh Addison and Dr. M. R. Extenter, which is written, researched, recorded, and produced by Josh and M. You can support the podcast by becoming a patron via its podfeme or patreon campaigns. And if you need to get in contact with either Josh or M, you can email them at podcastconspiracy at gmail.com or check their Twitter accounts, Monkey Fluids and Conspiracism.